1: from the uh, Pathway Studios I here in Johnston, proper. Yep. Oh,
0: yes, I am. I am a special Asian.
1: Ha, here's the deal. is we have the show so randomly, you don't know what I'm going to do. I might not be, uh, I might have chosen not to be here, and you're dazzled. And I've, I've wowed your mind. So congratulations. Uh, I like to start off with a little bit of mystery, and you're very welcome to that. Uh, <laughs> this is what you've meant. Uh, all right, anyway, you've joined us for Life in the Path. Here we got going on the show uh, tonight. So the, the last show that we had... Um, and I'll be honest, I haven't quite landed on it, but I said I kind of wanted to talk about um, the stuff going on in the, um, at the Catholic Church in Pennsylvania, but not the action, um, not exactly what happened, but like um, where do we, where do we go from here? Even at like as as Christians on the outside of that, um, and like I don't know, is is it really, we supposed to do anything? Is there anything to do or any way that we look at kind of? Um, Infrastructure, or like, uh, I was thinking at the same time about what happened with Bill Hybels um, at at Willow Creek, and like, it just seems like um, I don't know. Do do we need to rethink something? I don't know. I'm not sure. So that's where I'm at. I I think it's just maybe it's an open forum. I don't know, but they're just maybe it's just a reaction to like, how do people not bailing? How does this if if our witness helps to otherwise point people to Jesus? How does this witness not cause people to run the other direction? And is there anything you can do? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so so maybe we can touch on that. Also, Mike's got some Pope style advice. Mike, preview on the Pope style. I can't. It's only one phrase long. Ben. Okay. It's oh. not a. It's not a deep. It's not a deep sea diver. It's more like a fishing boat. Okay. All right. So single phrase Pope style from Mike. Uh, we are going to do. We're going to try to squeeze in some secular versus Solomon. So I'm going to give you some proverbs. You got to tell me whether those biblical bits of wisdom or whether they are uh, bits of wisdom from the rest of the world. Because you got to know where your wisdom is coming from. Some of y'all out there are quoting Benjamin Franklin like he's the scriptures. Yeah. And you got to be careful with that jazz. So uh, we'll see how well you do on secular versus Solomon. Also, I did have a question, and this was, um, it, was it was in reading in Acts 26 recently, and um, I'll I'll kind of lay it up a little bit better when we get there. But the question is, have we lost? our frankness as as christians the brightness of the light uh the frankness of the speech uh, the clarity of our intention and is that a loss is that actually a thing um and th- that's coming off um uh, the apostle paul speaking with uh, festus and agrippa in his uh, just before he goes to rome and so uh, i'll uh, I'll talk about that just a little bit and um yeah just interested to get your thoughts on that and then finally we'll round out the time on uh, some advice on dear life in the path yeah some gal uh She's dating this fella, and she's uh, thinking about moving in with him. But she has breast implants, and is worried that she might have to tell
0: him. <laughs> what?
1: Why is that relative to moving in? Is that is that? An, uh, do, I think. Do it, they require some kind of maintenance or something where it's real obvious? I I I, I you know, I'm not sure. I, I I don't want to give away the entire scope, but apparently she has the things, and she thinks man if I don't come clean with this thing that he won't uh that maybe he'll go the other way if I tell him I mean that she might just be- come
2: to the right place for advice yeah. yeah,
1: yeah that also might be why he's there yeah anyway, <laughs> we'll pick that up <laughs> yeah. we'll pick it up later, I guess all right you're listening live from the path uh all right so um let's get this out of the way in case it's, it's a it's a dead end um but so we' t- talking about the um what happened with the Catholic Church in Pennsylvania like not only have they found like thousands of kids had been uh, abused, but that like I mean, they've been covering it up, like obviously covering it up in in multiple layers of the church, possibly all the way up to the Vatican. Um, And like, I think you'd be a fool to believe this is an isolated incident. Obviously, the discussion around the Catholic Church has been a thing for a long time, but it is not Catholic centered. Right. Certainly institutions um, focused or supposedly centered around the worship and driving people to Jesus have always been blowing up um, due to people getting handsy or. Uh, in improper relationships or coarse tongues, or like all nature of things, and so um, I guess if we focus on two things, to, just to see if whether you had any reaction to this, um, is did, did did the news of that and say similar things going on at Willow Creek or other churches around the country cause you to think anything differently about man we, um, about the how people lead organizations. Um, Are we asking people to do too much, like putting in the too much of a personal risk, regardless of what we measure as success around them? Is it a lack of accountability? Is it like anything around the the, basically the leaders? And then second of all, um, anything tangible related to like if this if this causes someone to I can't imagine people aren't running from Jesus here. They're like, you know what? This is bogus there's there's no way that either a god would allow such a thing and if it if if so it's it's just simply not true that that god is god or like if this is a god that tolerates this type of thing or if this is what happens with his people i don't want any part of it and and so like any reaction to like what do you is there anything you can even do to try to stem people fleeing the church from poor representation of jesus from the church yeah stop representing jesus poorly Right, like at the end of the day, God, <laughs> Mike says, "Just, just call it off. That's what well, I do." I, I mean, it's not like that—that that God has not created a world with a caveat, knowing that we will sin, right? But He makes no caveat on covering it up, right? It always calls it out. Yeah, that's always true. says, "Always says, here's what it is. Here's the penalty for it. Our penalty has been paid by Jesus Christ." But, it, but it didn't say, "Well, your sin didn't happen, or we don't count it, or we're not going to make it a deal." And so, when you're talking about the way that that we're responding. And I'm going to say we, because this is because we're the church, and, and we are doing this. There's a there's a a wing of our organization that's doing oddball things, like and we we always call sin a sin. We always call sin a sin. We always call sin a sin. And the worldly um, punishment for those things stand. So you know what? Start arresting people. I mean, arrest them now. Get them arrested. Put them in jail. They're doing the wrong thing. They can repent in jail. We can love them in jail. But, but they broke the law. They ruined people's lives. And we act
3: like it's not a thing. It's a thing. I don't know. Dan, does that sound right? Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. I tell you what. Um, there
2: are... I, no, no, no. I cannot think of a single time I have ever heard news and felt like literally vomiting but I did. I didn't vomit. But I, I honestly thought I was going to have to pull over when I her, first heard this uh, report from Pennsylvania, and it was twofold. One, one is just, just how awful these experiences had to be, you know, on a personal level for yep. these these children. <laughs> Secondly, the second impact on um, that, that was hit me so hard was how many people. I, I mean, it is a huge bruise to the body of Christ. I mean, it, we, it is a a the average non-believer doesn't know what the difference is between the Catholic Church or this church or that church. Or they're just those Jesus people, obviously, are uh, are liars and and pedophiles and and you know it, it it lowered our respectability, um, and and so so I guess I agree with Mike. Uh, we got to start representing. I mean, it's, it's when we put an organization or a leader uh or you know organization being denomination or church local church body whatever above biblical integrity we've lost and that's what usually in all these cases tends to be we we throw out the bible so we can protect a person or a a a particular church or you know denomination or whatever and we have we have lost we've kicked the kingdom down the road because we're building our own kingdom uh, and we're, we're messed up. The church, the, the modern church, is messed up with the wrong priorities. And uh, so, yeah, we we just
1: kind of get back to what to do in the Bible. I mean, live in kingdom. Is there, Dan, do you, do you think? That, is there anything about? Is there anything about? Um, and I, I don't know how different this is over the centuries, but is there anything about the modern expectations around, um, either the church or being a pastor that you feel like contributes to this, or is it just, or is it? Simply maybe um, maybe this, this answers that question um, is that you didn't have the ability to accumulate such that much power wasn't available that much influence wasn't always so available or like I mean well, I think, think it was? was I mean nations were built on churches you know and I mean
2: I think we've always struggled between church and state so to speak but if you can use those terms yeah um, with, with with churches given too much authority and then they start doing things that aren't necessarily you know, again, it goes back to they're building a kingdom other than God's kingdom, right? And and that's that's where you get in trouble. So, so I think we've always flirted with it.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's what I think. So we talk about history aspect. History. In the first century, second century, third and fourth century we have some major cities that are hubs of Christianity. Not Antioch, we have Constantinople or Byzantium. We have uh we have Rome, and we have Alexandria. We have Jerusalem. We have these major cities. At that point, we have by patriarchs,
3: kingdoms mm-hmm. that are ostensibly doing kingdom work, but actually that the kingdom work self kingdom work, built themselves up to build themselves their own little pastels This new that went that went on to elders to bishops slash elders archbishops, and finally.
4: I will keep talking here. And then finally went all the way up to, then we have patriarchs, which eventually results in a pope. And then we have the the schism between the churches because they're building the kingdom and the pedestal around themselves. And I think we come here to their year 2018. I don't think it's any different. Now we have some amazing leaders in the Christian church today who do build kingdom around the kingdom itself. Yeah. And it might seem like they're building around themselves because they have massive flocks of 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, 100,000 in some cases here. But yet uh, that pedestal is a very, very, very a wobbly one because you know the higher you get, no matter how firm your foundation is, the higher you get, uh, the more wobbly and shaky it can be. And then Satan can use that uh, to destroy that tower, and what falls is much
1: more than just the one man. See, it's safer on the ground level. It is. You know what I'm saying? That pedestal's a fool's game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like this, I, think, I think that's the whole point here is, is when you're talking about, about you know, some of the, 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 the stories that came out of Pennsylvania, you know, like, like sin happens. We already know that, right? Like it's, it's, it's not only the perpetrator but the church covering it up that is just despicable. It's terrible. God never makes a provision for this at all, in any way, of of setting up His church, of loving His people, of loving people who aren't His people. Like it's just, (laughs) it it didn't say. Well, I mean, I was thinking an example just while you were talking, and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, oh, when people were like before you uh, bring your offering to God, if you have a problem with your brother, go fix it right now before you mm-hmm. you drop this offering off right god's not he's not even doing this he's not talking on a corporate level, he's talking on an individual level. you have a problem. don't be showing up to me with your offerings and acting like this is the deal before you get this straightened out it's yeah. all integrity driven it's all honesty driven it's all calling your sin what it is and 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 we that, that this is the biggest shame of the whole thing right we're going to have people that choose sin over God. it happens. Right, but like once we start getting other people to go along with it to mm-hmm. soften the blow to what our pedestal looks like, then that's not ground floor living. That's fool's bo- That's fool's living. Mm-hmm. And then it equals this giant thing that we that it turns out we've covered up. And like Dan's right, like, pe- people don't know the difference between Jesus' people and people that attend church. And like the people that cover this crap up, not God's people. This is not the way God said to live at all. You're right. not even trying. Right, you're protecting your own ego and your own pride and your own organization, and you are not attempting to glorify the kingdom at all. And and the whole part of of, of sin being forgiven is that you have to call sin what it is first, and 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 refusing to do that puts you not as God's kingdom. You're not doing that. Yeah, and I, I wonder we've almost kind of missed um, a, a core concept that says um, there is there is a bright, shining example in repentance. There is a bright, shining example in reconciliation. And so, like to the extent that you hide or cover those things up, like you actually miss the opportunity to watch God work through the fallibility of humanity. David, like, it's right, exactly. It's not yeah. that we're falling short, and God is God is pissed. And he's like, I had no idea such a thing would occur. God is God is glorified through the fact that in our fallibility, there is still such a thing as reconciliation. There is still such a thing as repentance. And it doesn't mean there's not consequence, but it means that his, his love and his glory and forgiveness can be shined through even in those types of circumstances. And the church covering it up denies the fact that there is an example of God's love even in our, in our human relationships in those types of things. And it says we can only show the good stuff. And it, like, it is a complete betrayal of God's assessment of humanity and the necessity of Christ on the cross. That's right. God says, look, I sent Jesus to show you grace. And then we say, for what? hmm Yeah. We I've, didn't do anything. I've done, I've done just fine here. <laughs> we didn't do anything at all. This yeah. grace seems unnecessary. Me and these hundred other priests hanging out in Wisconsin because we're not allowed to stay around other people anymore. We don't, we don't even know what you're talking about. It could not be any more foolish. It could not be any more embarrassing. It could not be any farther away from God's heart on any of it, not mm-hmm. the sin, not the victims, not the people around them. None of that reaction, of, of, of that reaction has God's heart in it. At all, well, Zero. and
2: they They're obviously not concerned about God. I mean, like the, it's, it's showing their own lack of faith. They're not concerned about His anger, about His His word. They're more concerned about offending people right. and losing their dollars or losing their numbers. Um, and and they they they're, they're compl- they have no business leading a church.
4: Well, they're they're in protecting the structure, the pedestal yes. itself, right? And that's and that's going to be important. And the great irony of it all is that in protecting, because I have to imagine the conversation had to occur at one point, well, if this gets out here, think of what it'll do right. to to the church here, and secrets, they get out. All right, David knew it, Nathan knew it, everybody knows it, and this, the great irony is they're trying to protect this structure when you're actually undermining it here. And the structure isn't even the kingdom. Yeah, It's that's right. the earthly structure of uh, of a hierarchy that's just trying to, stay relevant in many ways. It's a
1: spiritual babble.
4: Yeah. 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 That's a great way to describe it. Yeah. And which shows when you have an
2: organization who believes that their own history precedes scripture... It, it, I guess it shouldn't surprise us. No,
1: that, that is a, that is a good point. Um, although, like I think we, we see these types of things in certainly in Protestant churches. Um, that is not exclusive to the Catholic Church, nope. um, because there are the, the part of the Catholic doctrine is a protection of the infallibility of the Church itself, right? right. Of the institution. Um, then yet, right? You do end up protecting the institution, and again, in in violation of a scriptural principle to say God is glorified through something else. And so, yeah, that that's true. There is, um, there is a a grander. I I think this is probably an over, um, this is too broad of a brush. Mm -hmm. But um, from a evangelical perspective, you tend to be protecting, um, uh, people's own, uh, either the structure of like a single church or uh, a person's reputation. Um, Whereas in Catholicism, there's actually a lot more dominoes that are behind it, right? Because because Mm -hmm. of how well interconnected that denomination is, um. It, it, it feels like it is much bigger, and it is true, it is much
0: bigger
2: well and, and to you know even the score maybe a little bit uh, the Southern baptist convention is, is loaded with high level leaders who've done many of the same things yeah right right and, and you know um they've been uh, who knew who would have expected I mean they're about a, as conservative as you can get you, you know to right.
4: get any convention though any group of yeah higher yeah, yeah. ups and any sort of
2: yeah, but I mean, but they were, but there was cover up, and there was yeah. you know activity going on. I mean, I, I, I just don't understand this cover up. Yeah, I mean, yes, you do. I
1: mean, I get, I get why <laughs> yes, they're <you> doing. Do. <laughs> yeah, but but like, Gosh, I don't though. Well, I think you do. But right? I do. <laughs> I think you do. But I don't. But I don't. To protect the do. kingdom,
4: <laughs> we have to. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, right, it's, it's abs- like, let the just, kingdom burn. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I mean, it's absurd.
1: Yeah. Right, right. Like, the, the, the fact that it's happening is absurd. It means we simply don't understand the gospel. We don't. Yeah. We, like, that, that, that's what it is. And then what's absurd is and what is not understandable is how many people don't understand the gospel are leading organizations whose job it is to spread the gospel. Yeah. That's absurd. Human behavior is not absurd. Like I get it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But but it's but it's that. Um. And the question is like I don't I don't know what we had to sacrifice here to do that. Except there's um I think people risk overcalling it this. But there's certainly a spiritual warfare in here. There's there's mm-hmm. the ability to influence to like people who like power who desire power power uh, tend to be corrupted by it. Right. And so like. Um, yeah, we got to be very careful. Uh, we say, "Well, God has gifted this person to do this." Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> um, and, and so, like, I, I think it is not a surprise. Like, uh, I think Greg, to your point, like you see this in, in in I mean, almost all organizations. And I, and frankly, I think they're struggling. Hollywood's struggling with it right now, right? Like, people who are who are like, "Oh, we, you know, we're, we're very free with this type of thing," are running into the same basic problems that every anybody with like, any kind of moral compass runs into. Um, and the corruption is pervasive it's, we, we cannot be surprised to find out that ninety percent of the world looks at porn and then to find that yeah, the, you know slightly lower than that is doing atrocious things and 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 hiding them and trying to act like they have integrity outside of it and so like I think the broad point is to say um, that that we I think we have to be careful um, with um, assuming that folks who all want to lead or feel like they have the gifts to lead are cap- have the integrity are capable. Of doing it, it is a it is a um, if you cannot be an elder somewhere, you otherwise shouldn't otherwise be leading an organization. I don't care what your skills are. So so, what was the second half of your question? Was the first half was uh, what's the basic reaction to it? That's the basic reaction to it. Yeah. So what about people though? So like to Dan's point, um, like what does this do? uh, How 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 does how does average Joe guy who actually has nothing to nothing um, on the table except for his desire to help build the kingdom. Is is there anything? What do you do here? Is, is there anything special, or you just keep going about your business and hope you run, you pick up a Catholic or two?
0: <laughs>
1: well, I I mean, we actually aren't doing. I mean, just talking about it. I suppose this is the our 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 reaction to this thing. But like, I mean, we're not going after ourselves here, cleaning our own house either. You know what I'm saying? You know, like even within you know you maybe I'm dumping them over to the police or whatever. You know, but. <laughs> But I mean, long term, it's not like I'm walking around trying to clean up this 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 role throughout God's church in America. You know what I'm saying? Not like I'm I'm gonna expo- I'm I'm done putting up with this. Right? Like I'm done listening to these stories about you guys. I mean, by by attempting to to support your organization, you're trashing the kingdom and you're 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 sullying the way that God has asked us to live. And I'm not out there beating the streets trying to figure it out either. I'm just waiting till news pops, and then I'm like, oh no, that's hot, terrible. Hot takes by Mike. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, you know, what are you going to do, Mike? You going to get a knock on on every church down the block and be like, hey? Any corrupt people in here? Okay, just checking. Here's the on. thing. You make it sound <laughs> ridiculous, but like you show, me, you show me half of Paul's actions and go, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The man said, I got a mission. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do whatever's possible to get it done. And, and, and we go, well, our mission is to uh, you do know, something far less of that. To, yeah. And, and, and so I, I don't know. I mean, we, we should be doing better with this. I, you know, I, But I don't know exactly what that means. Like practically, what, you're right. What am I going to do? Quit my job? Put on some kind of stupid security outfit and then go <laughs> tupe around from church to church. I'm the spiritual police, blah, 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 blah. You know, is there any lies going on here? Because these are the thing we're actually talking about. I'm not asking. We're not trying to say, look, is there sin here? I know the answer to Well, yeah. <laughs> I know there's sin here, right? Are you repenting of it? Are you bringing it to light? Are you putting it on the hill? Are you being a city on the hill and letting the light shine on it and say, look, this is the thing. Here's what I did. God died for it. Here, here's, here's the thing. Like, are you covering it up? Because that's what we really want to talk about, and 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 we're not we're not doing that internally at all. So I can be mad all I want, but it's not like I was. It's not like I had no idea anything like this could ever happen,
4: or that we would cover it up. We have a history of doing it. What do we do on a day to day basis here? I think, I think a lot of uh, ministry work, kingdom work, is in on a one on one. Hey, you can start with an easy thing like, hey, you want to come to church with me, something like that. But I think a lot of that work uh, comes from the direction of, hey. You gotta come hear this fellow talk at our church. He's amazing. He's awesome. And you know what? I guarantee you, if you're saying that about your preacher at work, he uh, preacher at church, he is great. He's doing a phenomenal job here. But if this is the beginning of the kingdom work here, I'm not saying it's necessarily bad. But it seems as though if we're starting instead of around God and Jesus, we're starting around a dynamic man. A an identity based, uh, not identity based, but uh, a one person. Personality based. based. Yeah. Person, yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Thank you. Yeah. A personality so based uh, ministry almost yeah. instead of a God and Jesus based ministry. And I have to believe that this is happening in a lot of places. Now, there's a lot of fantastic churches. I was mentioned this earlier here. And I'm not. Come to Saddleback and hear Rick Warren. He's amazing. You got to hear him here. I'm it's okay
1: sh- to be good at teaching the Lord's yeah, word. Like, that's not the problem.
4: That's not the fundamental problem. But if people are really spreading the ministry, kind of starting with that point, not as a casual, oh, you got to come hear this guy talk, but like, Building an entire persona, cult of personality around this one guy. I have to imagine that's happening a lot in the church, in American church here, mm-hmm. and that is going to lead those pedestals to crumble, and then stuff like happens at Willow Creek. And so and, you're saying,
1: and, like, like, we're, like some of the weight these guys are carrying are only carrying it because we gave it to them. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: I do yeah. Believe that.
1: I, I, I do think like there are. Um, I, I, so uh, I, I forget the guy's name, but Dan. there was uh, no. Dan Oh, no, no, Dan not Hudson. Dan Hudson. He's over there, man. You, you know, Thank for you. You're <laughs> <laughs> kidding <me>. I always
4: say you're adequate. Hey, Dan. Hey, he's really um, adequate. Don't want to... I wanna always go. say, you're only
1: so-so. <laughs> <laughs> you exactly. can come here to this guy or not. It doesn't really matter. You may or may not fall asleep. <laughs> you better be here for Jesus, because otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you'll
2: either get a good nap, <laughs> or you <laughs> might take something home.
4: <laughs> She's Greg. We're not, we're not starting to call the personality here, Dan Hudson. <laughs> that's he's that's like an unsalted that. cracker.
1: It'll do the job, but I mean, <laughs> you know... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so so um, I, like I, I wonder how how many of these things build up in a building around you. Like if the success of of the of of just doing the Lord's work, like it has positive, it will do positive things. And I, I think there are there are plenty of guys who who got into ministry and they're doing that. And then like I mean, you blink and then like your world is different. You didn't you were not aware and didn't plan for it to be different like that. But it's just different. I'm thinking Dan of um, what who I was trying to think of was that guy. That younger fell at that church that um, that took his life mm-hmm. over the last few weeks. Where, and he, his dad had started a church and he right. kind of took it over. And like, I mean, for, I, I, I don't know this guy. I don't want to overspeak to him. But like, I mean, just listen to him speak. It, it looks like he he had he was after the right types of things. He's trying to do ministry in the right mm-hmm. way. And it was it was it crushed him. Mm-hmm. Like it just crushed the poor guy. And so like, um. But 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 anyways, like sometimes it doesn't mean that there's like a like a, a megalomaniac. It, trying to run a church trying to build it around him sometimes like god sends the folk because you're being faithful to the kingdom um, but that doesn't mean that the thing going on around you can't also become something that is too much to bear and then you feel like um, and it starts to, to just make you you look at out of the world differently and then you start you know hedging a bit and you start protecting well,
2: things that you don't have to hedge yeah i mean even even you look back to moses and jethro at some point he's like dude you spread it out yeah you, you know i mean you you're, you're, you're trying to do too much yeah. you're not you're not mega Mega Moses, you're just Moses.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mega Moses. <laughs> Copyright that. <laughs> <That's what laughs>
1: you're not Mega Moses, you're just Dan. <laughs> That's
0: the title of tonight's episode. Hey, you're hey. not Mega Moses.
1: You know what would be funny, though, is like after, remember the time when when, when <laughs> God kind of reveals his glory to Moses and his and His face shines in the, oh, those two separate incidents, but his face shines in the tent of meeting? yeah. yeah. Uh, after I walked in with someone, because he didn't know, right? And then the people say, Moses, your face is shining. I'd be like, who's Mega Moses now? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got the t-shirts on. Wasn't Jethro his father-in-law or something? Yeah, it's father-in-law. Yeah, what a sting. You know what I'm saying? Your father-in-law yeah. would be like, you know, you were not as great as you say you are. <laughs> what the heck are you? I know you, let all these, wearing you out. <laughs> I know you let all these kind of people away, but you're really going about this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it takes
0: some humility They're to They're going to forget you. you. <laughs> that's right. My daughter deserved <laughs> oh, a Mega no. Moses. <laughs> All, all uh, she got was a
1: Moses, <laughs> Z- Zipporah. <laughs> yeah, put that knife away, woman. <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> all right. Well, I I think we can. So I suppose here's the thing: is that like sin sin is always going to be present in God's people. That is not a surprise. Um, but it, if it's if you started at a ground level, look, we have to be people of integrity. We just <sighs> got to call things yeah. for what they are. Yep. Um, and it, like there's there's no value in covering it up. Um, and not there's no um. Most people are not doing it because they think, oh, I'm protecting myself. They feel like they have more noble reasons. You are wrong, sir. Yeah. There's not a more noble reason. You are not protecting anything. You are denying God's proper work through your life and likely through everyone else with what you're doing. Yeah. So like, it just has to stop. Stop telling lies. Don't tell yeah. lies at all, ever. No lies. Yeah, we just say the thing. All right. Yep. Um, so speaking of, we talked a little bit earlier on the Apostle Paul. Um, I was reading in... Um, acts 26. So this is Paul just before he goes to Rome. Um, they, they keep trying to charge him. Right. And like, they can't find anything to charge him with the Jews. Keep like, they don't, they don't want to get the, the rest of the Jews angry or the high priest and everybody. So like they, he gets passed from Felix who keeps uh, and I had forgotten this part, but who keeps him in prison for two years, hoping to get a bribe, like hoping that Paul's going to pay him off. Yeah. Um, of course he doesn't. And so, um, he leaves him. Festus comes in. Festus is around for like a week. He's like, I do figure out what to do with this guy. Um, and then uh, ends up talking to Paul. Paul says, look, I, I want to I go to Caesar. I appeal to Caesar because Festus was trying to convince him to go back to Jerusalem to talk to the chief priests. He's like, yeah, they've tried to jump me the last time. I'm obviously not going to do that. And so um, Agrippa king Agrippa shows up who effectively is the last king of the Jews. Um, and so Festus, if he's going to send him to send Paul to Nero, has to be able to provide like, some information about the charge. Like, here's why I'm sending him to you. He has nothing. He has nothing that is that he can condemn him for. And so he's hoping that Agrippa, who knows about these types of things among the Jews, will be able to help and, and give him something he can send back. Because, frankly, Festus just got the job, and it's going to be super embarrassing to send to the emperor and be like, uh, you know, I don't, really don't know what he's doing here. I probably think he's innocent, but I could not handle myself. Thank you for the procreatorship. Right? Not likely to be a positive outcome for Festus. So he's got to find something to
4: say. high-pressure move, too, because this is the very beginning. There's, there's stuff that... If you're then if you're Festus, you're you're in the beginnings of something that's begin. I mean, you're at the beginnings of this Christianity thing. Yeah. And this Paul guy, you don't know anything about him, but you're also kind of under the gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's happening here? And
1: he has to be careful. careful. If he makes the wrong decision one way, um, yeah. the, his major, the folks he's ruling over are going to uh, upheave against him, and he's not keeping the peace. A failure of which he will get him his head and his job removed. Uh, however, you send a guy inappropriately to Nero, the same thing very may well happen. He's in a rough spot. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it, 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 here was the thing that struck me, though. Paul, Paul uh, was one of my favorite chapters in Acts because like, his defense in front of Agrippa is, is, is awesome. Um, but he talks for a while, and uh, he, he, um, after he gets done kind of telling his story, Festus accuses him. He goes, look, you're a maniac. Uh, you're crazy. You've been studying too long. He's accusing him of being like a philosopher who spent too much time in a room with a book and then came up with this wild idea. And Paul's like, no, I'm a completely reasonable man. I've been speaking reasonably. Uh, that's why I speak to my man Agrippa here, shaming Festus and saying, look, that's why I'm talking to him because he knows about these things. And Festus goes, in this short amount of time, would you try to make me a Christian? And Paul goes, yeah, that's exactly what I was after. That's, yes, yes. You and everybody else here, I don't care who you are, that's what I was. I would like you to be as I am, except maybe not being in prison, not in these chains. Okay, I that was
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah. And so, like, um, in this whole speech, I thought, like, eh, have we lost our frankness? Because that's pretty frank, is it not? Hey, you trying to make me a Christian? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm after. Next. <laughs> right? That's, that's what I'm trying to do. And, and the reason it occurred to me is I thought, like, oh, man, I, I would never say that to somebody. Now, I'm going to grant Paul, Paul's in a bit of a unique circumstance, but that's why I'm asking the question here. Um, is, is there a value... Have we lo- Is there a value to frankness in this area? Hey, no, this is what we actually intend. We intend to do this. Um, and have we lost some of that in in pursuit of, uh, I say subversion only because I can't think of a better word that doesn't have kind of a maniacal twist to it, but like mm. uh, a different methods, right? Like, oh, we want to s- kind of sneak in. We kind of find these ways to have these types of conversations. And like, I think the, the core thought is like, we're supposed to be, a, when you get the, the 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 vision of a city on a hill, a light that cannot be quenched. And like, I... I that seems like someone saying, "Yeah, I, I'm here on behalf of the people of Jesus and Jesus Himself, and I, I want to help bring you into it. I want to want to make you a Christian. Sure, yes." Um, and I think we're, it feels like we're not doing that. Like, like there, there, and maybe this is just at me, but like a lot of our methods are trying to like slowly sneak in until suddenly we can kind of pull the pull the bushel off the light and shine you in the face. I'm like, ah, we got this far now. <laughs> now I, I can hope they kind of fall into the kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so first of all, like, is it just me, or, or like, are 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 we seeing that? And we think, is there a loss to that to the value of kind of just being clear about what we're about?
4: Well, to alter the question just a little bit here. Uh, Agrippa like, hey, you're trying to make me a Christian, right? Yeah. And Paul's like, yeah. Uh, the bluntness of Paul, but also the bluntness of the secular Agrippa, uh, yeah, or in true. this case, which is
1: something we don't see in society at all. What is it because we're not doing it though? Yeah, like we're, we, like we, we. How many times are we going to meet you for coffee? Seven hundred. Oh, I'm looking for a friend. I had no idea you were trying to turn me into a Christian. Yeah. It never came up. We drank a lot of coffee. Yeah, well, you, you, and I drink a lot of coffee. You hey,
4: want to come church with me? Wait a second. You're trying to make me a Christian? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> if somebody asked me that, I suppose like that's the point blank. There's, it's really the secular world that's not being direct. It's their fault. Yeah, no, it's you know, all them.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right though. I mean, I mean, really, the modern church is not set up for confrontation. We're, we're set up for comfort and and. Put you at ease and and make you feel like you 're let 's just make them feel like they 're at the local bar and they 'll accidentally hear jesus right? yeah. oh, I took you know, it in what the heck
4: <laughs> I think the Western world as a whole yeah, yeah. Christian and not Christian is very more pa- is quite a bit more passive here yeah now you fellows have been to Africa recently i don 't know if it 's as passive over there or if it 's more direct hey you need Jesus all mm-hmm. right and it 's much more direct over there, but certainly the impression of America is that Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta dance around a little bit here, and you're not gonna be direct. Here we meet at the bar, and eventually after 722 times, oh, that's what you're trying to do.
1: Yeah. I did not see that. I was not aware. Was- and and so and, and this comes from like I think there is um I think you know you don't want to look at your the, the entire world through a single prism. I think there is a notion uh, you have to live in the culture that you're in. Yep. Like you don't have a choice about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you do have to um be in the position. For someone to actually listen to you, like, this is a more formal setting, right? Like, they're, they're – Paul can say whatever he wishes. It's his time to speak. <laughs> um, so, like, in in a more casual uh, circumstance, like, if you do not have a relationship with someone, they're not going to listen to you. Thankfully, our, our boycotts and our, our road signs did that. Uh, so people basically stopped listening until you took two steps further. We had to get you an in. And so, like, I think there is a measure of that. But, like, I, I just wonder if, if it it's not disingenuous – but but I I wonder if it comes off as uh, look why like, why wouldn't we just be clear about this I think this is great okay, okay. <laughs> Dan's come to the nines of it we <laughs> I mean I was just we, we are <laughs> we are
2: man when I was when I when I first I uh, was started preaching I, we I, I was like so obnoxious I mean Cheryl sure, I remember going door to door through the east side of Des Moines knocking on doors saying hey would you like to start a Bible study like we don't know who you are you know like. And you guess you get enough, like, uh, no, we just kind of s- started doing it differently. But uh, I, wouldn't even, I couldn't imagine doing that right now. I couldn't imagine going up and down my neighborhood, even with
3: people who knew, I knew. Why not? I don't, I, I don't know. I'm a coward. I've gotten soft. Do you believe it's, uh, it's effective? The frankness is effective? Uh, yeah, I, I think it is.
2: Yeah, it totally depends on where people are. For some people that's what they need.
4: Yeah, and I certainly I think a lot of people appreciate that. Yeah. I mean just the directness. There was an old uh old church clip of uh Penn and Teller, I guess just Penn, who was just doing a quick yeah. blog post and I atheist. saw it like ten years ago or so and he's he's a hardcore atheist yeah. here. But after one of his magic shows some Christian fellow came up to him and said, Hey, you need Jesus. Uh, let's have a Bible story or something like that and he was just direct and Penn came on this little uh, video blog post he was making and he was like boy I, am, I do not agree with him at all but by gum I respected that he yeah. came up yeah. to me thank and you. said thank you so much because you believe in something and you're saying it to me and I believe in something and we just had a very frank and direct conversation I think yeah. a lot of people appreciate the directness but I think a lot of people don't though Just because that's the cultural norm, much more so than the frankness, and so that's what makes it more difficult.
2: His whole thing was like, if you truly believe I'm going to hell, and you're not telling me, that's the most offensive thing I can think of. Super offensive. Yeah, it's like, thank you for telling, I I don't believe you, but uh, thanks. Yeah, and and I remember watching that thinking, oh, crap.
1: Yeah. Because I really
2: (laughs) believe people are going to go to hell, and I'm like, oh, I hope hope I'm nice enough. If we give them three donuts, maybe they'll come to Jesus. Four. Four donuts.
1: And I think um like if we look at if we look at um Paul's life and Paul's example, like even him talking to Agrippa i mean he's he's not actually obnoxious about it, right like he's like, hey, check this out, here's what I was, yeah. here's the thing that happened to me. here's why it's totally different now so like it's it's him just telling it's telling a life story yeah um it's not a turn or burn thing um and it it really isn't obnoxious, but like it's it's clear like think of all the other uh, other things that which you think would be beneficial to someone that you would be want to be like more clear about like if you're trying to feed them like you say oh man i know that this family is hungry like what do you do you take them to, to, to coffee for a number of weeks until you kind of it introduced the fact that, like, hey, no, really, I just wanted to help you out with some food. Uh, why well, they continue to kind of waste away because we're too unwilling to say that. I left so, some bird seed at the neighbor's yard. I thought you'd get the hint. <laughs>
4: what? What? Plant corn in your backyard. <laughs> waiting.
1: <laughs> I just, I, I think there's, there is, the, the gap for me, or what it felt like for me was, um, yeah, I, I think some of it is cowardice, but I think some of it is, is that, like, boy, I, why wouldn't I want to share, like, yes, this is my intention. I do want to share this with you, um, and and like I often feel like we we hold back because we feel like we're inadequate to the task. How do I do this? Well, this person is unique. Everybody has unique circumstances, right? Everyone's got some kind of uniqueness in their life that you're not going to be able to speak to individually. I think it's not the point at all. The point is is like if we if we follow Paul's kind of example, it's like no, I, like give me any audience I can, and I will tell the same story over and over and over again, like he did in Acts. Um, and I want people to hear my story and Jesus' story through my life. And, yes, this is exactly what I want. I want you to have what I have. Follow me as I follow Christ. And so um, I, I think it's a fear thing, and then I think it is a lack of um, comfort or confidence in, in our own story and saying, look, I have something good to offer, and, and dang, I'm, just, I'm not going to not share it.
4: Well, there would be a fundamental lack of faith then with, with that attitude
1: as well i think that's part of it but like here's the thing is i wonder if some of that feels like it's lack of faith only because it's 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 not exercise like seriously we don't do it and so like everything feels weird when you do not do it yeah so mean, but that's about maybe that's the core question is like that's our intention right like you go to work and you're like i gotta make i gotta build all these widgets and when i get the opportunity i will talk to somebody about christ not i'm here to talk to people about jesus and when i get the opportunity i'm gonna build these widgets you know what i'm saying like so you i mean you act like, like, like Paul's intention, that was his intention. His intention yeah. was to tell people about Jesus. I can't tell you that that is my intention when I show up at my job every day, that my intention is to talk to people about Jesus and do my job. It's always job first, and then if the opportunity arises, I will find a way to talk about Jesus. And then, and then Paul's statement was like, I, I wish that everybody was like I was, without the chains. right? But like, what a bold saying that would not go over in this culture very well to say, I wish you were more like me. I wish you were more like I am. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say it out of fear of sounding uh, outrageous, and not to mention whoever has to take that in to go, well, you <laughs> you arrogant fool, <laughs> right? Why yeah. would anyone be like you? But my intention was, was to build the widget first and not and not talk about Jesus first. I'm here to build widgets, and then the Jesus thing is secondary. So, like, I mean, to a certain point, you know, is our intention even what Paul's intention is? And, and that is maybe an output of why it feels so out weird to be frank is because that actually isn't your intention yeah, to you're, be you're, frank this is not my intention yeah to be frank my <laughs> intention is to build the widgets you know what i'm saying yeah. and then and if jesus thing if it comes up i'm you know like i how many have you been faced with this at, at, at work or someone has a has like this big deep situation that it's, it's just frankly messy the way they explain it and you go listen i actually have no idea how to help you apart from jesus that's the mm-hmm. only kind of answers i actually know how to i know anything about and so i don't have some advice for you but I can pray for you, and I'd like to talk to you about how Jesus is looking at this deal. That's the actually the only advice I can ever give out. And uh, my Christian friends go, you know what, I appreciate that. And then my non-Christian friends go, okay, I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> and that's just kind of the way it works. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's a little bit, I mean, it seems fairly straightforward, right? But, like, there's a little bit wrapped up in that. I don't yeah. think our normal intention is to Jesus first. Our normal intention is to live, uh, is to widget, and then Jesus' opportunity. Yeah, I think that's true. I was actually reading this book recently, um, and it was talking about some guys who had like kind of re inhabited um, uh, a monastery. And one of the dudes there, I, I can't remember what his job was. His, oh, he's the hospitality man. He's the hospitality man. And, at the monastery. Yeah, at the monastery. Which is interesting because, like, you think a monastery is like shutting out kind of everything, yeah, yeah. but like the, the, that's the, an easy job. So, yeah. the, so the monastery. <laughs> yeah. No one's here today. Stay out. <laughs> Welcome. So here's the deal: they get visitors all the time. Huh. People wanting to check out the monastery and to see how the monks are living. And so, like, um, I can't remember what they said, but, like, there's a ton of visitors that come into this place. And so they actually spend a lot, like, a lot of their effort um, caring for guests. And But his deal was, is uh, like, he was asking about, you know, like, what do you, you know, how do you, you're not supposed to take pride in your work because they're not. <laughs> but you're supposed to do it well. And, he's, and they, were, they were asking him about how he goes about. And he's like, uh, how I treat the least of these is how I treat Jesus. And he goes, Jesus is coming here today. So I want to make sure it's good. I want mm-hmm. to make sure it's fit for Jesus. And so, and like the thing is, obviously, he's aware that Jesus himself isn't walking in. But like mm-hmm. the scriptural point is remains. And so the way that he, like realistically looks, he wakes up in the morning and goes, Jesus is coming here today. I want to make sure this is fit for Jesus. And so I think about that. Like, how do I go into work? I don't orient and say, I got kingdom work to do today. Uh, this, is, this is the price I pay to be able to function here while I do it. No, you're right. I, I process the widget. Uh, and then I say, "Oh boy, you know, maybe enough an opportunity right? And frankly, we even pray that way. We pray for kind of a low denominator, Lord. If the opportunity arises, help me to do this thing. He's like, "Hey, Jesus has work." Hey, instead we got to go, Lord. I have a lot of uh, your stuff to do today. If you could provide an opportunity for me to widget, <laughs> that would be great because I need this gig. <laughs> yes, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wonder. I mean, that what would life look like if we could reorient that direction? And here's the deal: it may not even change like crazy amounts what you're doing, but like how you're looking at life, um, I think flips it on its head. I mean, it's dressing for the job you want, right? Like (laughs) I I get up, I get up every day ready to do the Jesus thing, and the byproduct is widgets, and that's that should be the way that that's the way you'd like to orient yourself, right? right? Instead of being like, Lord, if uh, if Tim wants to talk about Jesus today, you know, let his. Let his left pocket be hanging out a little bit, and then I will know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's a kind of weird crap people are are asking for, like an opportunity to arise. Or maybe someone will say your name, and I'll jump out of the bushes and be like, "Are we talking about Jesus?" Because I'm totally in. But that's that's not what we're doing. And so I I think it probably is more of an orientation thing. Like that's because that was Paul's thing. Paul says, "I know the deal. I know what
3: I'm going to do, and uh, nothing's going to stop me from doing it." And here we go. Okay. That's so, good to put it. We're praying for widget byproducts. That's what we're after. Right. Pocket square.
4: Lord. slightly a Pocket square. No. Or,
1: Lord, if you'll, let, if you'll let Carl just have a kerchief on him, then I will know because kerchiefs are odd anymore. <laughs> and if Carl has one, I will speak to him of, of your name. Okay, great. Hey, uh, you've been listening to Life in the Path. Hey, we're going to give you a roughly 20 second break to use the pote. So, talk amongst yourselves for 20 minutes.
3: Twenty seconds. Oh shoot! Twenty seconds. Yeah, twenty sec. Twenty minutes too long. Okay, great. Okay, all right. We're back. I hope
1: uh, was that 20 seconds? I really wasn't keeping track. I feel better. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad we're feeling all right. Shipping some queso. Yeah. Uh okay. Try to buy product widgets over here.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. So here's here's primary or secondary. Primary. Mm? No. Dang it. it. <laughs> Seasoned. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and now for America's fastest growing game show. Secular, Secular or,
0: or Solomon. <laughs>
1: Okay, you've stumbled upon America's fastest growing internet game show. Asterix, completely unproven set. Uh, here's what we're after. I'm gonna, uh, we're checking your knowledge of Proverbs. Wisdom in the world. Does it, does it come, from, uh, come from the Bible or does it come from somewhere else? So the premise of the game is I'm going to give you a proverb, a bit of wisdom. You're going to tell me whether it is from Scripture, whether it's Solomon, uh, or whether it is uh, secular coming from the rest of the world. And if it's from the rest of the world, you're going to give me country of origin because we gotta, we got to find out where this stuff is coming from. Yeah. Where's, mm. where's this hiding out at? That's the deal. Greg, you in with the premise of the game? I uh, yep. Okay. Yep. All right, here we go. Hold on. We're in. All right, here we go. Everyone, Mike, you can't. Don't look at the screen. Got it. All right, uh, starting with Dan Hudson, secular or Solomon? He who goes to bed hungry dreams of pancakes.
2: Oh, boy. I'm going to call that a
1: secular, and uh, that's got to be Swedish. The Swedes dream of pancakes if they go to bed hungry. Greg Hudson.
4: Oh, I, I mean, I think it's secular, too, but I'm going to go with uh – uh, waffles are from Belgium, so we're gonna go Netherlands cause it's right next
1: door. It's the neighbor. You don't think it comes from the core source? It's from the neighbors. It's the neighbors because Belgians waffles right next door. Okay, I understand. All right, Dutch All right. Dutch, Dutch pancakes. Reason, <laughs> you're reasoning the sound. It cannot be denied, Mike. nope you had the spear in your hand and you threw it behind you. Oh no! I'm gonna go with secular, and I'm gonna go Belgium. oh Mike's in for Belgium. He's going hitting hitting at the home quarters. I wouldn't even have guess that, but Greg seems to know things. Those are waffles, Mike. What do you mean? He who goes to bed hungry dreams of pancakes. That would uh, be their cousins Yeah that could be, yeah Well, because he doesn't have them He's stuffed full of waffles And he's like, man My kingdom for a pancake Is Flemish? Is that from uh, the former nation of Flanders? Uh, no, no, no <laughs> oh, That's, that's right. Mike deduct points from Greg Hudson <laughs> Yeah, got it <laughs> Negative 15 I mentioned Flanders? I didn't <laughs> know that was going to happen <laughs> Super religious You give a guy a bathroom break uh, Here we go <laughs> He who goes to bed hungry dreams of pancakes It is indeed secular Malta Oh, Malta. I believe that's uh, where Paul had a little snake on his hand, correct? That's right. If you wanted to get to Malta from Belgium, is it a, is it a ship or is it a, It's a value meal. Can you go through the land? Is it a land travel? We'll
4: get to Italy and then hop on a boat.
1: Yeah, yeah you got to take a boat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm asking uh, for other people just to course. help them yeah. orient themselves. It's I just wild to
2: me that they have their own uh, proverbs. Not not that I think they're dumb people That's not offensive at all They
1: hang out with snakes You know I'm surprised I've always thought of Malta as a nation of dummies I just had no idea Couldn't you even put together wisdom in your small country? <laughs> maybe a smart guy visited there and wrote it? I don't know. <laughs> That's a fortune
2: cookie.
4: I think Dan's got a little biblical thing here because I think when Paul visits, it says, and the natives, it uses the word the natives, at least yeah. in New King James, like the natives came out and, uh, and they
1: started a fire and they the got snake no came out. I believe
4: the natives is the, well, I think that may be clouding a little bit. I mean, bit. maybe
1: it remained after Paul's visit. Paul spoke of nothing but pancakes. He was a hungry man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, secular Solomon, sense. leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Secular or Solomon, Greg Hudson. Oh, let's go. Uh, that sounds. That sounds all right. We'll stick with Solomon. Origin, the Bible. Okay, Greg's in for Solomon. Mike, leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. Yeah, that does have a lot. It, it rings a Solomon. I'm going to go with Solomon. Solomon, Dan. I'm gonna call that about a Proverbs two seventeen. Solomon. Approximately, circa, very specific Proverbs two seventeen. Uh, leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 9.5. five. Nine five. Same. Solid dance. <laughs> <Very
0: close. laughs> you got the right
1: book. It's great. Good work. <laughs> it just seemed early, early proverb to me. Early Mike, Proverbs, verse 17. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Mike, assess Dan with an overreach penalty. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even get a marker out when it's Dan's turn. <laughs> i just don't even write his points down anymore. <laughs> Secular or Solomon, Mike, whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Okay, yeah, that's Solomon. Mike's in for Solomon. Dan. I, I'm going Solomon. Solomon is, <laughs> I mean, do you want a little a wager, I guess? I'm going to go about 21. <laughs> about 21.
4: 21, 14. <laughs> Greg Hudson. Oh, my father always told
1: me to give into peer pressure So we'll go Solomon <laughs> Alright, Greg Hudson's in for Solomon I like Dan's approximations of very specific amounts I have around $110.28 <laughs> Give <laughs> or take <Approximately. laughs> uh, Whoever belittles his neighbor Lacks sense Mike, quit belittling Dan <laughs> Right. <laughs> I moved away for Dan for this specific purpose <laughs> But a man of understanding Remains silent I will give credit to only the thrift store priest who was taking it easy during this round. Uh, that is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 11. Yeah, right on. Uh, all right, here we go. Secular or Solomon. A man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. A man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. Dan Hudson. Well, sure sounds
2: like a Solomon thing, but th- sometimes you trick us on those. Um, is it, you know, could it be
4: Arabian or something? But I'm gonna go. I'm I'm just gonna go Solomon.
1: Dan stays in with Solomon.
4: I'll go secular. I like. Uh, I think uh, po- country of origin, uh, Well, place of origin. I think South Asia sounds pretty good to me. Not a country. You said place of origin. No, I didn't. You
1: said place of origin and then inserted South Asia. South Asia. This is the second time this happens. You noticed earlier when I asked the question, Greg goes, You know, I don't want to answer that question. If I change the question a bit, (laughs) I will answer this question. I mean, we could just change the name of the show, the Greg Hudson Show. This is how it's going to (laughs) run. Re elect Greg. (laughs) All right, Ben, move out
4: of that seat. Clearly, we have a consensus that I'm in the good chair from here on out. No. Uh, We'll call it British India. I'm sure. <laughs> that gives me some outs. What do you want? an era. They I, could be Pakistan, then it could be India, they could be Afghanistan, all right, here's so the deal. many different things.
1: I'm assigning you the Dominican Republic. Okay, <laughs> I'll take it. All right. Uh, it's lovely. Greg's in with the Dominican Republic. Uh, a man is commended according to his good sense, <laughs> uh, but one of twisted mind is despised. Mike. Uh, Solomon. Uh, Mike's in for Solomon. Uh, all right. man is commended according to his good sense, but one of twisted mind is despised. It is indeed Solomon. Proverbs 12. Okay. All right. Man, it's got to do with sense. That's Solomon. Solomon only talks about sense. Ever,
4: other people talk about sense. <laughs> not as much as Solomon. Sure. I mean, it's certainly not
1: the Dominican Republic. It's certainly not the South
4: Asians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lame.
1: It's a little dicey there. Uh, all right. Uh, secular or Solomon. Greg, this one's for you. Whoever is slothful will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get precious wealth. Secular. South Asia. <laughs> Uh, no amount of ribbing will change his ways. <laughs> nope. Greg Hudson's in for secular Greenland. Mike. Uh, nope, one more time. Whoever is slothful will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get a precious wealth. Boy, I just didn't make it like a lick of sense to me Ben. <laughs> Which means it's probably Solomon. <laughs> if you're, uh, you no, know, it's a guy, a slothful man, like a man who kills the game but doesn't roast it. Uh, He's slothful, but the yeah. diligent man gets precious wealth because he follows through on the things that he started. I mean, what's the difference between a cooked game and a not cooked game? I mean, a couple bucks. Intestinal distress? No. No, <laughs> Solomon. That's Solomon, Ben. All right, Mike's in for Solomon. Dan? I'm going to go Solomon. Uh, Proverbs
2: 18 and verse 4. Nope. <laughs> nope, Dan. <laughs> We're
1: slothful. Even Greg knows the difference. <laughs> know. He names entire continents <laughs> as answers.
0: <laughs> Earth <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whoever is slothful will not roast his game, but the diligent man will get precious wealth. It is indeed Solomon, Proverbs twelve twenty seven. Oh, yes. oh, twelve twenty seven. Boy, I gotta say the scores are really matching up in my favor tonight, fellas. You're doing great. I mean Greenland only has the Book of Mormon, Greg. Everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, secular or wait, who who do I start with? Greg. Alright, Mike, you're up. Secular or Solomon. Bargain like a gypsy, but pay like a gentleman. <laughs> 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 bargain like a gypsy but pay like a gentleman, secular or Solomon. Mike. I'm going to go secular, and I'm going to go uh, uh, Palestine.
3: Not South Asia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Palestine. Mike's in for Palestine. Palestine. Dan. Okay, I'm going I'm to go secular, and I'm... Mm. Who has lots of gypsies?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who's I gypsy am really <laughs> feeling France.
4: Oh, Italy. <laughs> I say, I, was that I, yeah, I got distracted. <laughs> but I'm going to stick with France. He said France, secular, Italy. You've been moving not. things along. No, What's the are, deal?
1: <laughs> I thought you were flat arguing with Dan on no, his turn. he's just
4: France. I'm guessing Italy. All right, this
1: entire conversation you is bl- taking too long. long Blowing the formality. <laughs> Greg oh, says secular, me. Italy. <laughs> Would you like to ask me? <laughs> I don't care for this tantrum, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> right, <My vocal> secular points. <laughs> Bargain like a hey, gypsy. Dan, you don't decide the points.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm bargaining. This, this, this room's getting out of hand. <laughs> right, Bargain like a gypsy, pay like a gentleman. It is indeed secular hungry. It's hungry hungry. <laughs> See now had you actually worn through gypsy countries, you would have gotten this. <sighs> Sorry, Dan, I didn't mean to stop you from your surface level. <laughs> I feel shut down. <laughs> <laughs> Secular or oh, Solomon. Oh shoot, this is going to give it away. Uh this is Dan. A scoffer does not like to be reproved, he will not go to the wise. A scoffer does not like to be reproved, he will not go to the wise. Secular Solomon.
2: Well that that's that's his Solomon and um we're gonna go chapter
1: twenty six. Unnecessary <laughs> okay. I'm gonna wear the red <laughs> Don't <scoff> at <today>. me. <laughs> All right, Dans with, uh, with chapter 26, Greg Hudson. Yes, it is now your turn. Oh, is it Greg, my oh, turn man, to
0: speak, Oh, It
4: is my turn. Oh, fantastic. Your You're t- t- acting like a child, Greg. <laughs> I waited patiently. <laughs> Fine. Uh, it's Solomon in
1: Proverbs 3.7. All right, Mike. Solomon, no chapter distinction. <laughs> just a broad book. <laughs> All right. Uh, Greg Hudson does not like to be reproved. <laughs> he will not go to the wise. It is indeed Solomon, Proverbs 15. Ooh, All right. 27 is close. Here we go. Secular <laughs> or Solomon, uh, starting with Greg. Uh, let's see. When you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. When you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. Secular oh, or we'll, Solomon.
4: We will call it secular. And in the spirit of the, playing this game correctly... <laughs> I will say, Great Britain.
3: I don't know what type
1: of bigotry you're implying, <laughs> Mike. I'm <gonna> go. <laughs> Is that not
4: where Shrek took place?
1: <laughs> Is, Is it really? <laughs> Is that the land? Mike
4: of... Mike Myers sounds pretty British to me. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to go Canada. Eh? Well, not in all that. right, Mike. Okay, he's an actor. Ben, he yep. portrays all kinds of people. Turn okay, down, I'm but... going
1: to go secular and um, Palestine. <laughs> Excellent. Dan, (laughs) when you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears.
2: Now, interestingly enough, I had lunch with someone today who has a donkey. And uh, in our conversation, I'm pretty sure that sounded like something
1: that would come out of uh, the Republic of Congo. All right, then. Yeah, Yeah. secular. (laughs) All right. When you go to a donkey's house, don't talk about ears. It is indeed secular Jamaica. Oh yeah, I feel like that Congo answer was pretty good. I mean, that's at least that's the.
4: went back to Dominican Republic. That's super close.
1: That's two points, Ben. Two points to Dan. Oh, Congratulations, man. Dan. Yeah, thank good you, job, Dan. It's <laughs> yeah. the conversation I had at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, secular or Solomon? Greg Hudson sees opportunity by the beard, for it is bold behind. Oh, Mike, you're up. Sorry, mm. secular Russia. Secular
3: Russia, Dan. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's secular. That, that's a Scottish. Sec- <laughs> Ahem what? introduced Greg Hudson. Man. Seize opportunity by the beard. That was coughing. Sorry. For it is bold
1: behind secular uh, Soviet Union. Go ahead, Greg Hudson. Didn't so- I say
4: Russia? <laughs> I'm I'm going older.
1: You know I can't distinguish what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I hate a, being the raff. <laughs> I don't know anything. Mike, you're being insulted. <laughs> By a scoffer.
0: <laughs>
1: a known scoffer. I'm going older.
0: <laughs> I
1: thought they were the same he, thing. He's a, he's a nefarious donkey gossip. <laughs> All right, uh, that is uh, secular Bulgaria. Dang it. Secular Bulgaria. That really close. That's See? close. Yeah. yeah. That's Eastern Bloc. I great. knew that. Of course that I did. Scotton. <laughs> Dan, he's like, well, did I get it right on? Was it it to right? be close <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go, final round uh, Where am I at? Dan. Dan, Dan, here we go Under capitalism, man exploits man Under socialism, the reverse is true Secular or Solomon? That sounds pretty Solomon <laughs>
2: Solomon
4: hated But I'm
0: capitalism. going secular <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, And um, um,
2: that's Canadian all the way Absolutely Yeah Canadian Mike are you Canada.
3: voting Canadian Or are you just
1: supporting Dan I'd just like to support Dan Okay excellent Great, I appreciate that Negative, negative 10, 10 man. <laughs> <laughs> Great guts And under capitalism Man exploits man Under uh, socialism The reverse is true So secular Great Britain again Secular Great Britain Mike Secular <laughs> One of these days, it's no under capitalism. That bell can't be unrung forever. <laughs> All right, under capitalism, man exploits man. Under socialism, the reverse is true. That is secular Poland. Oh, man. Poland. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Final tally. Mike had 110 points. Uh, I think Greg had probably about 75, and uh, Dan was slightly out of the negatives at uh, four. Alright, good oh, game guys hey man, That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice job everybody yeah. Alright, uh, you were listening to America's uh, fastest growing internet game show Secular vs. Solomon If you want to play the home game, go to livefromthepath.org Do a search for Secular v Solomon And you'll see uh, past clips from the show Including, uh, you know, other Sorry attempts to at understand the wisdom of the world By this, uh, the fellows in this room right here and So you want to take part of that Also, uh, we are producing a uh, card game So uh, look for that in the uh, fall 2021 That'll be fun Alright, Mike uh so he, here's here's i heard a rumor about you this week oh no i did i did i was out at the uh i was at the local uh i mean i was i was at the bar yeah good. uh so so anyway i was with listening there. listening for jesus having an ale and such and uh anyway there's this guy at the end of the bar we we're watching a soccer game whatever and then after a round of ole 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 he goes hey did you know the popes in town and i said what whatever man and i'd had an ale or two so you know i feel like it might have been it might have been true so I asked him, I said, what do you mean the Pope's in town? And so it describes, he describes, well, he looks different than expected, and he kind of described this kind of scruffy-looking gentleman with an overgrown beard and a bit of a salty tongue. What? And I said, <laughs> I said, land sakes, man. <laughs> I never knew the Pope was I'm honest. surprised that <laughs> you get a selfie. And sure, sure enough, he breaks it out, and goodness, but this brother of mine has been mislabeled as the Pope. And so, I mean, does that line up with any experiences you had? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I had a I had an incident uh, earlier this week where people wouldn't get off my lawn because they mistook me for the pope and they were standing outside my balcony looking for advice. Well, that's two and two together right there. So I mean, if you get these people off the lawn, you had to give them some kind of pope-style voice. What would you tell them? Yeah. So so I w- I was thinking about this earlier today, um, obviously before the balcony situation arose. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh I thought I I don't I it's it's kind of advice, but it's something that I want that I want to be able to say so, about myself to be true. And and for some reason it was the phrase that, that me and sin had a falling out. You know what I'm saying? Like we used to hang out together and we used to do stuff and I used to think that it was going to be the way to go and, and even visited them every once in a while even when I told everybody that I wasn't hanging around with them anymore. But like at some point in my life, I really just want to be able to say, you know what, me and Sin had a falling out. We just don't even talk anymore. Right. We parted company. We just don't I mean, we don't have any connection and I thought, what's stopping me from doing this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I I, I kind of know, <laughs> you know, like like there's a there's a fallen world aspect to this, but like I mean, I go back and I visit weird bits of Sin that are just just stupid and frankly embarrassing the more I think about it and I thought man, I just I just want to have a falling out. I just want to be done. Like, hey, we used to hang out. We don't hang out anymore. We don't come by for a visit or remember the good old times or think maybe if I could just do it this one time, it would be all right. Like, I'm just, I just want to have a falling out with it and be done with it. And I thought, I, you know, is it really that simple? And I think, you know what, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is. I think maybe maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm going to worry about, about doing Jesus things and not the widget, and I'm going to worry about doing Jesus things and not everything else, and then go... You know what I did? I feel like me and Sin used to pal around and whatever. And like, I don't know. We just, we stopped talking. You know, it's weird, but we just, we didn't have anything in common anymore. I went this way. He went that way. And that's it. We're done. And so that's my Pope style advice. You and Sin need to have a falling out. Like you just, you know, you hung around for a while and like, I get it. Jesus follower. You know, you're like, (laughs) I do the best I can. I I went on a mission trip and I give to give to the community. And I help the homeless every once in a while. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your everyday your everyday stuff. You know, not like that you read your Bible study stuff you were supposed to or, or whatever, you just decided to help with the VBS. I'm talking about you and sin. Like you just you just need to have a you're done with it now. It's you need to have a falling out. You don't agree on things. Right? Like your your worldview is not what sin's worldview is. And so like you're you know the ones that you're coming back to visit, you know the ones that are bothering you, and you know the ones that as soon as you walk in your door at work, all of a sudden they're part of your uniform again. Eh, you had a falling out with him. <laughs> like you just you don't get along anymore. People will ask, "Well, why don't you hang around with Sid anymore? Why don't you do this and why don't you do that?" And you go, "Eh, we just don't get along anymore." It's I don't know. It's one of those things. We just started doing something different. So that's Pope style advice. You and Sid need to have a falling out. I kind of like that perspective because mm-hmm. like it um uh think of it, when people have big blow up arguments. Like I'm sure like everybody has this at some point. Like you have some kind of like. Full on. I'm going to stop doing this and stop thinking this and stop saying this or I'm gonna start doing this thing differently or whatever. And like when in people in relationships have these big blow up fights that they, they tend to like come back together. Right. Like major blow ups. But like people that actually just grow apart, they tend to stay apart. <laughs> And so, like, just from the very notion of, like, you know, we didn't um, didn't have an argument in which we had a disagreement, and then we came back together when we were mutually beneficial. Because, I mean, sin kind of does that. It's like, oh, you feeling kind of low? Or, hey, you want to hold on to anger at this guy? I'm with you. Right? Like, sin can support you in the hour of your weakest need. Uh, But if you just actually fell apart and, like, you don't even stay in touch, he ain't coming over. It ain't coming over to provide support. Uh, it's not co- like you have other things that otherwise help you because, like you just you just stop staying in touch with this over here. He got a it's new number. A, you don't know what it is. I don't even know how to get I, hold of I him. I mean, you could call a guy. You know, some people that still hang around with sin. So, if you wanted to call him up, maybe you could find it if you wanted to. But I mean, who wants to go through that hassle? Right. You know, like we just eh, we, we just don't have. We're just not friends no more. I think I, I don't know mm-hmm. for some reason. I really I really liked that phrase. What uh, earlier today, and I thought. And I just, I hope I get to say that to somebody and it's true. I can't say it if it ain't true, you know, but like, right? I, you know, I just, I, I want to say that and have it mean something and just be like, you know what, we just don't, we, you know, we don't hang out. Not
4: even Facebook friends? Not even Facebook friends. Boy, that's full of I'm wild. not even wow. Facebook wow. friends with Sins' mom because I don't <laughs> want to see what he's up to. <laughs> you yeah, <Like>, right? It's eh. <laughs> true. Huh. Bye for the best.
1: Anyway, good advice. That's, good that's post-star the post-style advice, advice
2: yeah. boys. <laughs> that they really takes away from the whole cover-up thing, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, because what they what 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 we're talking about is that like still hang out with sin, and they're like, hey, by the way, I need you to cover up that crap we did last Friday, and uh, we, need, we need we need something, yeah. and then sin goes, I got a plan. Yeah, yeah, I, oh, I, I don't know, yeah, yeah, I don't because like Mike, I suppose that in that example, right? If I think about, uh, hey, me and sin don't hang out more, it doesn't mean like, like you're still saying, yeah, we did, yeah, right? You're not running from the fact that it was true. You're saying. Yeah, that that was what used to be the case. It's, yeah. we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, people said, "What were you doing over there?" I was hanging out with sin. I shouldn't have been there. It was the wrong plan. We don't hang out anymore. We don't hang out anymore. I've cut ties with that jazz. And we had just fallen out. We just done. I had a fallen out with sin.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. Get off the lawn. Get off the lawn. You ready? Yeah. Dear, I'm from the path. I've
1: been in a relationship with a very special man who is five years younger. We met on an online dating site and have been seeing each other for several years. We are well-suited for each other and very much in love. We have now decided to live together with the possibility of marriage if it won't jeopardize our retirement incomes. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. My my dilemma is I have breast implants. Mm -hmm. I had the surgery 20 years ago when I was newly widowed and about to start dating again. I never told any of the men I dated, and I don't believe anyone suspected. My breasts look and feel natural. They have enhanced my love life tremendously. Now that this relationship is serious, well, now it's serious, I wonder, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wonder if I need to tell my guy. If he leaves after I tell him, then I guess he wasn't the one. I'd prefer not to say anything. I've had the implants so long, I feel they are part of me, not something foreign in my body. I'm afraid he may have altered opinion of my body after I tell him. Please advise. Old but not dead. Ben, <laughs> I'm a little stumped here. <laughs> These are fake. What? <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, the implication is that, like, if they've eh, if they enhanced her life <laughs> uh, in the way that she's described, the implication is that someone has gotten close enough to know the difference. Yeah. I assume if you're moving in with this man, he's gotten close enough to know the difference. But he doesn't. Based upon your description. Or he doesn't, he doesn't seem to know the difference. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, it. Go ahead and tell him, but I, I don't. This doesn't seem like a thing to me. Do we view it different than a toupee? What a toupee been... is obvious. <laughs> not a good one.
4: Yeah, not
1: a good, not a high like, quality rug. Actually, I, I would say so I've never seen a good toupee, or. but perhaps I don't know. That's right. Just because you shop at the discount rug <laughs> store doesn't mean <laughs> everyone else is not buying high quality wares. Uh, there uh, all, you right. Go. So, all right. So So back to this. So here's the deal: is that uh, uh, legitimate advice? Uh, you should not uh, move in with this man uh, until you're married. Uh, second of all, uh, that marriage should be based upon uh, honesty. And so, uh, if this feels like something that you have to tell them, then I would say that is the burden, then you should tell him anyway. Uh, And then uh, be lively. I mean, I would say just tell him whether you feel the burden or not. And by the way, these ain't the... I mean, how how far does that extend? I mean, That's what I'm saying. It's like, if you feel like it's something worth telling, then you should tell it. Like, if you had a knee replacement, he's like, by the way, Carl, this knee, not genuine. (laughs) (laughs) Artificial. (laughs) Every time I go to the airport, ding 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 in the metal detector it's gonna no come no up <laughs> yep okay I, I i mean, would you feel the same way about a knee replacement? What's the difference
4: Kind of like my two pay question what's the yeah, difference I agree here? I mean yeah
1: well, I feel like Dan, you're just you're burning into this thing i
0: go
2: in so many different directions uh up between what's appropriate and what's godly and and then just practical stuff, right, like for example, the practical side. They've been together for several years, and they've never had the conversation. Like, that never came up anywhere like, hey, have you had any... Because they're all obviously not young as well.
0: Right. Yeah. Y- you know, so they've like been around you're, the
1: block. You're 65. Those things seem to be pretty perky stuff. Yeah, at some point... <laughs> Well, for even
2: you, you, you know, I'm thinking at 65. Like, if, if I were suddenly in a dating situation, I would probably, you know, have some of the conversation as, uh, "Hey, here's some procedures I've had in the past. Here's some health things. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's just part of just normal conversation, right? Not, yeah, yeah. not like I'm afraid you won't like me if you know I had toe fungus 20 years ago. Right? Yeah. It's just like, hey, yeah, <laughs> I replaced I'm, all my toes. <laughs> I used to hang out in the gym a lot, you know, and and, and I mean, I, I don't know. You, I'm just, I'm just fiberglass. What? I, I just, I can't understand why that conversation hasn't even happened, and how she doesn't know him well enough to know how he'll react. Yeah, that's a good point. You, you know, so, so that I'm stumped there. The spiritual side, I'm just like, yeah, like what you said, Ben. Uh, don't, don't live together. Get, get married, and then you know, let everything. You do, do a prenup if you feel better about the retirement stuff. But um, yeah, that, that's that's that issue. So I I don't have very good advice other than uh you need to really evaluate your relationship if you you're that concerned about this conversation years into the relationship maybe 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 you uh need to really work on communication.
4: I think she's right on one part though if if she does spout out honestly here is what here's what I did uh and he's like oh hit the road lady uh He is definitely not worth having
1: because yeah. that's just yeah, but what uh, criteria are you measuring? we are very well suited for each other and very much in love like what criteria are you saying that that is the case if you are concerned mm-hmm. that if he yeah. finds out that you have uh, uh unnatural parts that all of a sudden he's going to bail right right would it, would it would you uh, okay
2: and you would want to know i mean I, I have no idea uh but but even just for medical reasons you know if I don't know. Going for heart surgery. Hey, is there anything we need to worry about? I mean, I don't, I don't know.
1: What issues? Well, I swear, if the doctor asked me that crap, I'd be like, well, I'm paying you too much money. You're the one to tell me if there's things to worry about. (laughs) Anything I need to worry about cutting through? I don't know. Are these unreal breasts? Oh, what are we going to (laughs) do? The heart stays in.
4: (laughs) It's too too far away.
1: (laughs) I can't get around this. She's (laughs) 65,
2: laying on a gurney, looking pretty perky. They can't be. They're they're not real. Is there something going on? I don't
1: know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't look like a medical professional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what, like, is there a concept that, like, uh, like, somebody finds that you have a wooden testicle and they're like, I'm out. Yeah. Like, I won't have the, like, it. Like, it just seems like, a, like, I get that there's a different connotation to Do you that. Do they put those in dogs? After they, they neuter them? Well, after they neuter them, they'll put in a neuticle. Finally. Yeah. It's like, a, I'm sorry, what? Have you been waiting for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fake testicle so the dog don't feel like he's unmanly. You think the dog doesn't know the difference? Yeah. I think that's something that we think we fool the dog, just like the dog is well aware he eats the same food three meals a day, every day of his life. (laughs) He's not an idiot. <laughs> hey, a fresh a fresh bowl of it. <laughs> Scooped right from the bag. This is fantastic. I mean that that dog has been sniffing and scratching at those for like you like for a while before you took them away. He knows that what you put back in is not the same thing. <laughs> hey. I'm still swinging low sweet cherry. All right. I thought they c- no, I'm good. <laughs> okay let's get secular's advice secular says if you really believe he'd leave you after several years together because you told him you have breast implants then he really isn't the man for you i think you should level with him because if one of the implants should need an quotes adjustment or replacement he will find out then and may resent the fact that you hadn't told him yeah right how are you going to pull that off yeah i'm going in for surgery for what my fake breasts you are what i never told you yeah Yeah. uh if you two are happy together and it appears you are i seriously doubt it will create a wedge between you telling him would be better than feeling guilty that you didn't Hmm. Uh, okay last one ready yep dear life from the path i was at a sold-out performance recently seated next to a family with two young daughters the youngest daughter had an led light up shoes that would flash and blink whenever she stomped her feet She quietly watched the first half of the show, but got restless during the second half and began stomping her feet to watch the lights, which was extremely distracting in the dark venue. I gently asked if she would please stop and thanked her when she obliged, just as I would have done if she were my own daughter. A few minutes later, the family got up and left. On the way out, her father said to me, about my daughter's shoes, she's bleeping four in a tone that suggested I should have kept quiet and let her continue doing it. Was I wrong to ask her to stop? The show began at 9.15 p.m., and, while not inappropriate, wasn't geared toward entertaining kids. I'm not surprised she got bored, but her lineup shoes were ruining my experience, and her parents were doing nothing about it. How can I have handled the situation better? I missed it. What type of show was it? It doesn't say. The man called it a performance, so he's obviously a funny-duddy.
3: 10 p.m.? Yeah, what starts at 9.15? I don't know. I'm in bed by then. Right. <laughs> Please.
2: Les Miserables.
1: They Ms. Ross starts at 9 p.m. I don't know. No way, you get over at 1:30. I think it That's was a long movie. Play. I think you went to a movie. He's calling it a performance. The only thing I know that starts at that hour is 9:15 is a movie. I mean, because it it's like it a concert, be a live show. like a rock concert. Yeah. Rock concerts
4: fire, but eight. Let's just call it what it is. It's a Jay Z concert. Okay. okay,
1: they were at the Jay Z concert. So, uh, I
0: don't
2: yeah. think the lights would bother you though. Yeah, unless you're looking at them. Like, like unless you're at the you... Civic Center, then it'd be bothering
1: you because it's like it's a dark venue. I mean, even if it's a dark venue, like, what, what kind of show do you go to that isn't, like, well-lit up stage? of which, like, if you watch that as opposed to what's going on to the right side of you, I don't know, that doesn't seem like a problem to me. Uh, I, think, I think you overreacted. Let,
4: yeah, let's, let's assume it's, a, it's an orchestra concert here, and everybody's, and the reason why she's jumping up and down because she's bored. It's not actually you know, a Jay-Z concert or anything. It's okay. just a boring it's orchestra a late-night. concert, late-night orchestra show, in which case the lights are dimmed. And the only light you see are those shoes. That's what I'm going to go and assume it is. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just this giant dance, dance Taylor Swift party or something yeah, like yeah. that, then there's lights everywhere. <laughs> it's a huge pyrotechnic tech, technic show. So let's assume it's just everything. dark. You sound dark. like you've been to one. Except for I have never been to a Taylor Swift <laughs> concert <in> Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No so, I always travel. <laughs> I've been to all the others. I gotta run into somebody I know. <laughs>
1: like ben Boost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me and the other Swifties get on a bus and we head out <laughs> we head out. <laughs> uh We're the thrifty swifties. <laughs> okay, so I so I think I have two reactions to that. The first okay. one is is that like I, I think um you're letting yourself be bothered by that. I mean, if you focus, like, if it's not making any noise and you're an orche- orchestral show, uh, yeah, I mean, just focus on what you're doing, and then I feel like this isn't a big deal. Second of all, though, the dad's uh, reaction is completely inappropriate. Yeah. Uh, he's right. The kid is f and four, but he's an adult. Right. And should have recognized that, like, maybe you don't take the lighted shoes uh, right. to the performance. So this is not the kid's fault. Uh, I think you shouldn't have talked to the child. Uh, it's an adult problem. The guy's immature, and so and he let his kid do it in the first place. You probably weren't going to make any headway here. I, w- I would have actually let it go on the assessment that it won't do any good. Yeah, I mean, you went and saw a show in public, which means other people will be there. And the odds of at least one of them being a turd is pretty high. <laughs> so, I mean, your outrage at the thing is the weird part, right? Like, your, I suppose your reaction was normal. I'd have probably made a game with it with the kid or something. I mean, well, I could figure something out, but... Yeah. I mean obviously the dad was super upset but uh he was out of line anyway, which happens when you go out in public.
4: I think the dad's super upset because a stranger's talking to his daughter. Yeah. Well, I th- I think that's the thing. If you're going to talk, first off, talking to the daughter, bad idea. Yeah. As that's that's just that's like the worst thing you could have done here. Yeah. Uh if you want to say something, you got to talk to the mom. That's what you need to do. All right, you got a dad and a mom I and can two you daughters. Imagine
1: even starting that though like, "Hey man, your kids' light-up shoes are distracting the distracting the concert."
0: Yeah
4: to say something. Just very I would say what well, the here. concert's
1: up there. Why are you looking at my kid's shoes?
4: Cuz it's dark in here. I don't I don't She's know. bleeping like forth. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not talking to her. I'm going to talk to her. I will talk to the adult. This is an adult problem. I mean, this is a this is an adult conversation he needs to have. Yeah. And then he can choose not to tell his daughter. But, you know what? We are not that frank and straightforward and direct in America. So, I would say to the father, hey, your daughter's being a little distracting with her shoes because they keep lighting up. Everything's quiet here. They're playing some sweet Lord of the Rings music that's really moving a lot of people, yeah. except not because not me. I am being distracted by her. I would say something. That's me. But not to the daughter. That's the worst idea. Yeah. I'd rather not say anything than say something to a four-year-old who I don't know. That's
1: I can control not being bothered by that. So I wouldn't say anything. There you go. Dan tiebreaker. I
2: would want to say something I probably wouldn't, yeah. you know, just because I don't want to start a big scene. If I were the parent, I would have been the first thing to stop my child, though. I mean, I, I, I would totally stop my child from making light, because it'd, be it'd be getting my eye, too. You know, I'd be yeah. catching my eye. I'd be like, hey, hey, this a place for that. What uh, if you
4: had a notepad? Would you pass a note? Want to do that? What? (laughs) Who carries a notepad? (laughs) Maybe you (laughs) could
1: stop at the passive aggressive store on the way (laughs) in. Will you take off the shoes? Yes, no. (laughs) (laughs) Heading out to the. Do you like me? Yes, no. (laughs) (laughs) Heading out to the orchestra concert. Oh, babe, grab the notepad. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. There may be trouble. (laughs) I need to make some notes. Fourth oboe really off tonight <laughs> <laughs> Super reedy <laughs> crumble, crumble it up Throw it on the stage
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Shape up hey, hey fourth chair Boo Tune your horn <laughs> Boo to you fourth sir Fourth chair <laughs> Say to pep rally Use the spit valve below <laughs> Alright let's see what secular's advice Secular says You did nothing wrong You couldn't have handled the situation better than you did the child's father was out of line for using vulgarity, which was uncalled for rather than leave the performance. All the parents had to do was keep reinforcing the idea of being considered to other audience members a lesson that would serve their daughter well in the future.
4: Yes, now, although I still want to talk to the dad, but now
1: I feel like the guy should have said, "Hey, man, cool shoes," and let it go." <laughs> You don't have to be that curmudgeon, be dude.
4: aggressive Cool shoes. They'd be even cooler if they were not as lit up right now. Yeah. Really super passive-aggressive. You see, and instead of trying to convince a
1: four-year-old it. that she needs to get rid of her shoes, you need to convince your adult self that them shoes are freaking cool. <laughs> and, and you dig them. <laughs> That's way easier. Hey, do you
2: th- think those shoes work out in the hallway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome don't aggressive. Go, find <laughs> go stand out
1: there amongst yourselves Hopefully yeah. no one takes off with you But at least I enjoyed that uh, oboe <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fourth chair <laughs> You, you fourth stink. <laughs> chair. My left toe plays the oboe better than that <laughs> uh, You've been listening to Live from the Path Thanks for, so much for hanging out with us tonight If you love the show let us know Shoot us an email info at live from the If you hated the show uh, You want to uh, email Chris Roloff That's croloff at wtru.com uh, We are not on his network anymore But he he still likes your emails, whether you if you hate the show. Yeah. So go ahead and send him an email about that. I'm sure he'll dig on it. Uh, anyway, we uh, we will see you uh, next time around. In the meantime, be faithful. In the means, God will handle the ends. You've been listening to live from the path.